most nonprofits distribute some type of survey, whether this is for program evaluation or market research or to determine the culture in their organization. Nonprofits usually prioritize some type of data collection and that's awesome. But what nonprofits are not good at is using that data. They're usually sitting on way more data than they ever look at and reporting that data out. And I wanna tell you today that if you have data, you should be using it and it can really help you develop a whole bunch of content for communications and cultivate relationships with your donors and your stakeholders and your supporters. So today we're gonna to talk about what do you do with all that data once you collect it and how do you report it back out to stakeholders so that you are developing those relationships and you're telling people why they even responded to a survey to begin with. All right, let's talk about it. Welcome to episode 47 of the Four Purpose Live Show where I help you get clear, get focused, and be impactful simply by showing you how to step fully into the calling you've been given without taking on that common narrative that nonprofits have to struggle. That's right, together we can get you in your sweet spot, supporting your mission, using your strengths and talents to serve this world, and build a movement for your cause simply by living for purpose, on purpose. I'm your host, Rebecca Britt, and today we are talking about using all of that survey data that you guys get and actually reporting it out and making sure that you report it out. If you have started a nonprofit and you are on the struggle bus and you are wondering, oh my gosh, I did not know that it was gonna be this hard to follow a calling and I'm doing all of the things and wearing all the hats and you know, this just isn't fun anymore. If that is you, head on over to fourpurposelive.com secrets and check out the top three secrets to running a nonprofit without killing yourself. Trust me, I was there. I started my own nonprofit. I felt like I was killing myself and I had to change everything about what I was doing so that I could live a for-purpose life instead of working for a nonprofit. That's at fourpurposelive.com secrets. Okay, so let's talk about all these surveys that we do. Listen, there's a lot to be said about surveys and there's a lot that goes into the development process of surveys, but if you're a nonprofit, you likely have distributed some type of survey. So I want to talk today about using those surveys, maximizing the information you get. A lot of times there's just like a KPI or we want to check a box and we're like, you know what, we should do a staff satisfaction survey or we should survey our donors or we should do some market research on something. So you send out this survey, but you don't actually use the data. Maybe it's a program evaluation survey. You send out this survey at the end of your program to see how people liked your programming, whether or not they were able to make change in their lives. And you know, you kind of got this internal data that you're like, yeah, we did good. And you report it to the board and then you just keep walking. And next year you do another survey, but it's gold. If you have data, it's gold. So you need to know how to use it and use it well and use it as a communication tool so that your community knows what you're doing, right? And why they gave you data and all this hard work that you're doing and that you actually do invest in program evaluation, okay? So it's not just another thing we do. It's like something we do because it does something for us, right? Okay, so first steps first, let's talk about the data analysis process. When you are creating your survey, I hope that you have at least define what the goal of that survey is. What are you trying to figure out? 
Are you trying to figure out how effective your programs are? Are you trying to figure out how good your culture is or how your culture is? Are you trying to determine people's attitudes about volunteering at your organization? Are you trying to determine if people are interested in your cause or if people would be interested in um, you know, funding this part of the mission versus this part of the mission? What are you trying to figure out? So before you even develop your survey, like everything else I have you develop, you need to start with a goal. What are we trying to determine here? And then, just as a freebie for developing your survey, ask the fewest amount of possible questions you have to ask to get the answer to the question you're trying to seek, okay? Nobody wants to fill out long, long surveys, especially if they're not even sure that you're gonna use it or look at it. But once you've developed your survey, um, a lot of nonprofits are like, cool, now we just need to launch it, okay? Like, we've, we've developed this survey and we need to send it out. And then they don't even look at it again. Uh, but they check the box and they're like, good, we did a staff satisfaction survey. Good, we did a program evaluation survey and they're done. No, okay, so the date that you're supposed to launch the survey, that's a date. And then the date that you're supposed to go over the survey findings, that's a date. And honestly, I would say that your, your survey should be open and shut. You know, like you should have an open date, you're sending it out and you tell people to fill it out prior to an, a certain date. That way people don't think, okay, I can do this later. You know, in your communications, you can say, take three minutes to do this survey now. It's only open for the next seven days or whatever. So then if you have a survey close date, then you're going to want to put on your calendar a time for your survey to be analyzed, for the data to be analyzed. And this should be you sitting down with your staff or just you, if it's just you, that's fine, and looking at the responses that you're getting. And during this time where you're going to actually analyze the data, you want to see all of the information that you can possibly glean from it, okay? One huge mistake I see people make is they want a certain result, correct? They want to have good culture. Their main goal is to just say, yes, we got fives across the board, you know, five-star rating across the board on our, on our services. Or yes, our culture is doing really good. They even usually go one step further to justify all the negative feedback. So if there's one person that does that, well, we all know who she is. That, that's that one person that comes in and we probably, and we can just disregard that, okay? Or, oh, okay, well, that was probably because we didn't have this one thing in place. But now that we have that, I don't think that's a problem. I mean, they just do a lot of like any of the negative stuff, just completely dismissing that, really focusing on the good stuff. Guys, that's not what a survey is about. I mean, you can just lie. I mean, you could just literally put on your website that you do five-star programming if all you were gonna do with survey data is justify the small scores and take them out anyway. It's not what it's about. It's about gaining information. It's about learning where your program's at. And yes, if you have one person that's just a pain in the butt that hates it where they work or doesn't like your program and is always complaining, it is not a reason to disregard that one person because they're just difficult. Listen, we deal with difficult people. We're in a social worky type of environment, right? 
It's time to bring that person in. If you can get the one person, I'm not saying change everything to make one person happy, but it's not dismiss them either, okay? They probably have valid concerns and they may be the only one that's willing to actually speak up because other people are like, you know what? It's a little awkward to give negative feedback, okay? So this is really a time to like, what can we do? Stacy is her name. What can we do, Stacy, to make you feel better about our program? What can we do to make you feel like you have more of a sense of belonging? What can we do, even if it's one person? Because typically in a nonprofit, I the negative feedback comes from people that want more clarity, they want more connection, they want better systems and processes, okay? You can actually have this one-on-one -on -one conversation with this one person if you know and it's not anonymous and whatever, or even if you don't have a conversation, just you know Stacy, you know her, she's in your head and you're like dismissing her and you're like, oh, she's so whatever. No, take a minute and be like, what would make Stacy happy? And if it's legit, obviously if it's like, oh, if we did something completely off mission and we just placated at her every women need, no, you're not gonna do that, all right? But more often than not, Stacy doesn't have unreasonable concerns. Stacy has legitimate concerns. She may not understand that it's difficult to be a nonprofit. She may not, but there's a way to bring Stacy across, okay? So it's about learning. All the negative feedback needs to be addressed in a really transparent way, okay? And the positive feedback should be highlighted. I feel like you gain relationships much, much better when there's a level of humility, there's a level of drama even. Like, think about this. If I sent you an email and I was like, guys, I'm doing so good, my YouTube channel's just blowing up and I'm doing it. It's like, okay, you know, cool, Rebecca, glad you're doing great. But if I sent you and I was like, guys, I noticed that these videos you guys are not liking, like no, these get no views and these get a lot of views. Am I on the right track? Do you think that I should make more content like this? Because I'm just thinking of dropping this completely based on the information I've gotten from you. Then you're like, no, actually, Rebecca, I like those other videos. Keep doing them all. Or you, you want to be more engaged because I'm being humble. Because I'm saying, listen, based on your needs, I'm thinking of changing up my strategy. Same, same thing you're going to do with data you get from surveys. Okay, so you t set time and you learn and you need to go into this with a learning mindset. If you watch my video from last week, we talk about how to take criticism like a leader. So use the learn method of being able to take criticism and actually learn from it. Okay, so if you don't like the score that your you know overall program rating is a 3.2, and maybe you can actually sit there and be like, you know what, I have a program for foster kids and I got a 3.2 because most of the kids were disrupted and they didn't even get to stay for the whole time. Talk about it. People just wanna hear from you. They wanna hear the truth and they wanna hear what you think about it, where your heart's at and what are you gonna do with the information, okay? That brings us to what you're gonna do with the information, making the plan. So you've sat down, you've analyzed the data, complete open mind. You're gonna use the learn method. You're gonna listen and you're gonna empathize, okay? And you're gonna ask and you're gonna research and you're gonna notify. Notifying is reporting back. So now that we have this open 
mind and we've taken in the information we go oh it looks like people didn't like this part of the program or you know what we're lacking in this part of culture but wow these things are just doing awesome great now i have the picture a completely objective picture now let's make a plan well listen we know that this one thing is what everybody complains about the fact that nobody has an indoor structure to go to during the winter and when people come out here it's freezing we get that that's awful but we also it's like we're not going to build a structure we don't have the money for that or whatever okay so you've now chosen you've heard the concern but you've chosen like we're not able to do that maybe we could put in some stop gaps or maybe we could do a fundraising capital campaign to raise money for this structure that we need okay so that's one thing Make plans for the other things. Hey guys, we're gonna continue doing like, let's, we're gonna continue doing this, this, and this. We're gonna make some tweaks to our scheduling process. We've heard that this doesn't work or whatever, okay? So you make the plan, get that signed off by the board or however you need to for checks and balances on that. Get buy-in from your staff. Ask them like, do you feel like this is an appropriate response? If you're at a position where there is feedback that's just negative, but, but you're having to make assumptions about why it's negative. Let's just say overall, it's poor culture here. Overall, I don't like the culture. Okay, well, you could sit in your office and feel like that you need to fix the culture. And I've made this example before, but a lot of uh, leaders will end up saying, oh, okay, the culture's bad. We're gonna do a pizza night and we're gonna bring in a coffee maker and we're gonna, and all the people wanted was like fair pay and to feel valued, seen and heard. So really the coffee maker's kind of a slap in the face and it makes them resent you more. Okay, so instead of you jumping to, if you didn't ask enough questions in the survey to understand the core root of the problem, but all you know is that it's a, it's a problem, people are just rating your culture overall low culture, it is not for you to sit in your office and determine, oh, this is why it's low culture, so I'm going to fix that problem, I'm gonna address that problem. No, that is opportunity for you to go back to your staff or the respondents and say, Guys, I'm, I'm surprised, but we scored really low on culture. And I need to ask some more questions about that. So, I mean, it could be another anonymous survey. It could just be asking them for their open-ended feedback. It could be a conversation if you feel good and other, and, and you also need to make sure that your staff feels safe uh, or your respondents feel like they can give you that feedback. But, but let's just have an open conversation about culture. Whatever it is, if they're like the systems and processes, everything seems disorganized. It doesn't mean that it's on you to go fix things and make things organized. What it is on you is to start the conversation. So you go back and you say, you can launch another survey or you can have a conversation about how do you guys think we could help culture? How do you guys think we could get more organized? Now you're gonna get real tangible stuff. Well, when we meet for staff meeting, it seems completely pointless. Well, I haven't had my job description updated in three years and I literally don't do anything on it. Very easy, tangible things for you to address once you have those conversations, right? You're going to make a plan, but do not think that making a plan is all on you to come up with every solution to every problem and make everything five stars. Push back on the respondents and say, I need to dig in a little bit more here. The last thing I wanna do is make assumptions and give them ownership in fixing some of the issues, okay? All I know is something's not working. 
can you help me figure out what might work and might, what might be meaningful? So then you're gonna come up with a good, solid plan. Now that you have this plan, you need to report it back. So if you did a program evaluation survey, you can run a whole campaign on the impact of your program, okay? Almost every question that you asked on the survey could be its own like social meme. So you could be like, we got five star ratings on people that were able to apply their learning, or we got 98% um, of kids developed life skills. 82% uh, of people said our facility was welcoming, like whatever the things are respond back to the respondents. You notify them of the result. If this is a internal thing, like you wouldn't necessarily tell your whole newsletter that the staff thought this was bad about culture or that we get a 4.5 star rating on culture. You may not give that to your whole network, but you would send it back to staff. Hey guys, here are all the results. I'm noticing that there's some great stuff we're doing. Here's the three key highlights. And here are some lowlights. Here are some things that I think we need to discuss over the next couple staff meetings and come up with a plan. Or if you've already come up with a plan, thank you so much for helping us come up with a plan. Um, here's some highlights of stuff that we're doing great. And again, like we said, we're going to lean in. So we're going to, we're going to revamp everybody's job description. We are going to offer extra connection time if that's something people wanted. So what are the highlights of the things you're gonna keep doing because you're just rocking them? And what are some things you're going to change based on feedback or just to make your program better? So if it's program evaluation and you're like, you know, 98% of kids develop life skills and you know, 62% of people that come here actually graduate, you know, or get their GED or something like that. You could also say, hey, but we're, we're also realizing that 42% of the kids that start here don't finish. And we really need your help in getting our retention rates up. So this is what we are thinking to help our retention rates. So you say what your thought is and what your plan is, how you need their help, and then ask too for more ideas. If you have other ideas, maybe kids are having a hard time with transportation, uh, you know, or staying in the program, or maybe they're not incentivized. So maybe you're like, we need help with transportation. If you can volunteer your time to transport kids to services, whatever, you're going to come up with something that the rest of the community could help you with those numbers. Because it's not just on you. You are the leader of a public good. You are the leader of a nonprofit, which means it's all of our responsibility to help. And if you want to inspire volunteers and you want to inspire people to support your mission, then you have to give them opportunities to buy in. But it's not like, shoot, great, well, this whole thing doesn't even work because we can't even get transportation for kids. No, you keep talking about that. Guys, as much as we give money to this and as much as we've invested in the right curriculum and we have the right people, we have the right staff, we can't get kids here. This is the truth of the problem. This is like everybody thought that if we just planted a building here and we put the right staff in and we put the right curriculum and this would be great, we'll get newsflash. How are they supposed to get here? There's an awareness campaign. The truth about this privileged mindset that we had that everybody could just show up, 
um, to a scheduled appointment, right? There's an awareness campaign. It's engaging people in the data, the truth of the situation. It's not saying like, oh shoot, we, we aren't getting good graduation rates because none of our kids can make it to their appointments. It's putting these issues back on the community and saying, we've got to start at the drawing table again and come up with something. Like what else is there? Let's make this a well-oiled machine until you are getting, you know, great. You're hitting all your targets on all of your stuff. Even if you just say, hey, thank you so much for filling out that survey. Here are the results of that survey, and here's what we plan to do with that survey. Thank you, here's the results, this is what we plan to do. How often have you ever gotten that? Like that's what I'm saying, is how many surveys have you filled out and you have never gotten an email back saying this is what the results are? Everybody likes to measure up to their peers. Everybody likes to know like, am I validated? Are the things that I said that I felt strongly about when I took out that survey, when I did that survey, do that other people feel the same way? That builds a sense of community because then you can start seeing like, oh, other people did feel the same way. You feel seen, you feel heard. The director saying like, I see you, I hear you, uh, I'm gonna need more help. Like you, it's a relationship literally through sharing data. But if you take your time, like let's say there are some feedback surveys I have given like my heart and soul to, and I am not convinced anybody even looked at my responses ever. Like, I feel like it was a check in the box. I never heard anything back. I don't know how they used it. And next time they send a survey, I'm probably not gonna be that detailed. I'm probably not gonna put my heart and soul into it. So even if you just want to encourage people to actually give you feedback and do things for you when you ask them to do them, you have to have this feedback loop where you're notifying them of the results and then what you're going to do with it. People want to hear the truth. That's all that people want. The truth, a humble answer, a strategic direction, that you thought about it, that you're pondering on it, that you would like their help with something. Like people like humility, they like transparency. Nobody goes like, oh, well, they're not getting five stars on across the board, so they're not getting my money this year, okay? More likely than not, they'd be like, I mean, I've done a couple surveys for them, but I, I haven't developed a relationship. We haven't cultivate anything. I don't know if they use my information, so I'm not giving to them this year. Okay. It's all about relationship and using this amazing resource of the data that you've already collected from either your participants or your stakeholders or your donors, your volunteers, your staff. That's how you build relationship. You ask them for some information. I mean, it's just an informal conversation, right? It's kind of like a distanced conversation. You ask them for some information. They gave it to you. Don't drop the ball and not continue the conversation by giving back to them like, thanks, this is what came of it and this is what we're gonna do, okay? So report back. Again, this can be a marketing campaign with social. This can be an email that goes out in your newsletter. This can be a mailing that goes out like an actual end of year, look at our impact. This is what's happened with our program evaluation. Um, this is what we plan to change next year. It's all like if they know that you're dedicated to learning and getting it right, that's much more important than you just year over year over year saying you're getting it right, you're getting it right, we're getting it right, we're getting it right. Okay, so make sure that you have scheduled the data analysis process. Like when are you looking at the data? 
When are you going to sit and learn from the data? Set a date, just like you set a date for the launch. Set a date for the closing date of the survey, and right after that, even set some accountability. Say, hey, the survey's going out then, and tell your board, we would like to go over the findings together at the next board meeting, okay? So set some time to look at and analyze the data. Then make a plan. What are you doing with it? Doesn't mean you need to fix everything. You might be asking the respondents for more help, but you're making a plan. You are taking some action from the data that you collected from the survey. You're going to take some action and then you're going to report back to respondents. Hey, thank you so much for filling out that survey. These are the findings. This is what we found out. And now this is what we're gonna do with those findings. And I invite you, if you have any more suggestions, like let's keep the conversation open. We're always open to suggestions and tackling this societal issue together. I know it sounds simple, but most nonprofits don't do it. They don't do the responding part. They don't do the notifying part. They collect the data and then they sit there. That wasn't the point, okay? So let's get back to helping our mission and let's get back to actually using things that we ask people four. I hope that was helpful. Please like, subscribe, and send me a comment. If you have any questions about this, I am happy to give you some of my undivided attention and comment back, okay? Thank you so much for your service to this world. Until next time.